The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed. For those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono, and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood. All-American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. This is your host, as always, Mike Bono. I got another great guest this week, uh, bocce ball player. I know we haven't talked about that a lot. We'll get into that. Uh, does a lot with the Italian culture, Giuliano Romeo. Thanks for being on the show, my man. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate you having me on the show. Hey, not a problem at all. So uh, let's get right into that, the, the bocce ball thing. So a lot of people who aren't Italian like both of us here um, know about bocce ball. And what it is and what it entails. So take take me through a little bit and explain that to to the listeners out there. What bocce ball is and what got you into it? So bocce ball is the object you break into two game two teams of four people. Uh, the object of the game is to roll your ball closest to the little ball. That's called the Pauline, the Paulino, or in other circles, the pill, the nut. There's many names for it. Yeah. Then there's uh, you have you could hit the other balls if the one, if the other team's closest to it. There's called shooters and rollers. You know, and what got me into it was uh, friends of mine were like, "Hey, you got to join our bocce league." I'm like, "Why?" You know, they're like, "Giuliano, you're Italian." <laughs> yeah, we get like you're the most Italian kid we know. Like, you got to play bocce. I'm like, "All right, what in the yard?" They're like, "No, on this court." And I'm like. Okay, I'll try it out, and then I got addicted real fast. Yeah, <laughs> bocce is one of those games. I, I always say is you know, it sounds very boring until you actually start to play it. Um, right. I I remember back in college, back at Bethany College, my fraternity all the time. We had a bocce ball set, but we didn't have an actual court or course to play on or anything like that. So we would just go out in our backyard problem was is we lived on this big hill like it was like a 20 degree down slope that was our backyard 
So we came up with, and we always started playing uh, what we called extreme bocce, is we would throw that pill and you had no idea where it was going to go. And then it was just see who could find it and get closest to it with their ball because it was all downhill. And then the worst part was is that when we would switch sides and then trying to play uphill. So it added a whole other degree of difficulty. And as you can imagine, a bunch of 18 to 21-year-old college students in the backyard trying to play bocce ball. It tended to get a little dangerous. I mean, it, it's not that dangerous of a game, but... Playing uphill made it for a whole nother degree of difficulty. And I think that was, it was just something that we did for fun, but I haven't played bocce and I can't tell you how long. And honestly, I miss it. It's, it's, it's a fun game. It's a relaxing game too, as well. Um, a lot like horseshoes. Would you, would you compare it to horseshoes? Yeah, a lot like horseshoes, and it, it can be relaxing, and also could be stressful as hell because <laughs> every court, every court is different. Every speed of court is different, and you're playing against the best uh, competition if you get into it like we have. Uh, people I know, and it, there's competitions, tournaments almost every weekend. If you want to uh, watch some bocce, you need to stop down at our club in Lowville, uh, Wycliffe in Cleveland. There's tournaments every weekend, and you need to follow buddies of mine, the Bocce Bros. They've started a podcast. They they are have merchandise. Mario Lopez actually bought a sweater. They made a sweater says Youngstown Bocce. Any club, they they have merchandise. So Bocce's uh, our sports getting really big. Yeah, that that's actually huge. I had no idea. I mean, I'm live in Ohio myself. Um, I'm near Columbus and Zanesville, but you know, didn't know it was that serious up in Cleveland that there's Bocce tournaments every weekend, especially for your club. So. Um, take me through a little bit of that with your club and, you know, how that's going uh, with Bocce there. So I belong to the Mount Carmel Society in Lowville, Ohio. And we we have, as you know, as a episode this past summer, you were with my boy Zach talking yep. about the festival and all its tradition, you know. Um, so our, our Bocce League will be starting here uh, in October. And that run through April and we have about 12 teams and it's, it's going strong. We, my team won it last year. I got a, my first league championship, All right. you know, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And the guys bust my stones and say, well, you didn't really play dude. And I'm like, well, that's because I'm a manager. I put the best people out there. You know, <laughs> I have like this tournament, great players, but Hey, I played during the regular season. I contributed. Hey, that's all that matters, man. You know, water boys get rings in the NFL for, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you you were managing the team, you know, you're the coach. You got to put the best team out there, right? Oh, yeah. They were calling me Jerry Krause. <laughs> I said organizations. <laughs> when she- <laughs> Jerry Krause. How did that, how did that come about? Oh, my cousin just started, you know, the last dance was on and everybody, like, they were like, it's not really your team. And that's when I started got calling Jerry because the comparisons, you know, as Jerry Krause thought the Bulls, it was his creation. So he thought he, he won the championships and not the players. <laughs> but everybody with that nickname. Yeah. 
It was funny. That that's real funny, man. That's, that's awesome, Jerry Krause. So I'm going to tell everyone now for for the rest of the show, you're going to be Jerry. I'm just I'm just going to let you know that it's going to. We're no longer talking to Giuliano Rom, Romeo. We're talking to Jerry Krause now. It, it's, famous bocce ball player. Forget the Bulls. We're we're talking bocce ball now. So right. Uh, Take me through a little bit about this club that you're in. You know, I know it has the bocce, but what else do y'all do uh, in that club? We hold different events, like our wine taste is very prominent. Uh, we've done a wedding soup cook-off. We, we did, uh, in May, we did a wine taste combined with uh, the Kentucky Derby. And we also like to play a game called Mora. And if for those who don't know what more is called, it's an Italian numbers game with a lot of screaming and hands flying. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Italian, so that's so it's just talking with a lot of a lot of hand gestures, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Police have been called before; it's gotten out of control. That, yeah, that sounds like it would be out of control if the police are getting called. I mean, honestly, I live smack dab in the middle of town here in Zanesville, and. I have no idea how the cops haven't been called on my household just because we're a very loud household. Um, I am Italian and I married a full blooded Irish woman and just the level of volume that is in this house is insane. And people probably think we hate each other and we're arguing all the time. We're not. We're just communicating in a very efficient way. Um, I still have friends to this day that they ask me all the time, they're like, why, why are you hollering all the time? I'm like, I'm, I, I'm not yelling. This is just a normal tone of voice for me. I have another couple octaves. If you think this is yelling, I can get up there. This isn't, this isn't me yelling. I mean, it's just, it's, it's how I am. And it's just, we joke about it constantly here. And I haven't brought it to the stage yet uh, for my comedy act. I'm sure it's going to make its way there. Uh, but you know, it's, it's just something that, the Italians were very loud people, and um, I've always warned my wife every time we would go to a, my family's function, anything. I'm like, all right, it's going to get loud. I know you think you know loud. You have no idea how loud it's going to get until we enter the house. There's 16 of us in my immediate family, so that just tells you right there. Everybody's going to be having a different conversation. Pick one and just roll with it. That, that's what you got to do. <laughs> And my fiance, she's Italian, so oh yeah, it's going to be very loud. Our wedding's in ten days, so oh, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're getting down to it, and yeah, you, you no know, one, everyone thinks they're what's all the fighting about? No, nope, that's just the normal <laughs> level. <laughs> it's just that's just us communicating on an efficient level. That's just what, I, I don't call it yelling; I call it efficiency. Is what what I do. Um, oh yeah. So, what else, I mean, do you guys have any other events coming up for that club that you want to get out there? Uh, like I said, it's uh, now, what, the 25th, I think, I don't know what day, the 28th, will be the 29th when the show comes out, it's the 28th when we're recording, but, um, so what do you guys got coming up in the near future there? We have a gun raffle uh, coming up, the tickets, if you want tickets still, it runs till October 16th. $20 a ticket. We're raffling off three different types of guns. Uh, you could get on the Facebook page on Carmel Society to see what guns they are off the top of my head. I know there's uh, an AR we're doing. Uh, I think some handguns. My dad owns the gun shop in Vianna. 
center mash shooting supply, and that's who we got the guns off of. Um, we're also doing a cigar party, I think, that same weekend, the same. I'll be in Florida on honeymoon, but it's a good time. You go down, you get two different cigars and some bourbon. So that's always a great event, and it's ho- and uh, the food is catered by Don Avito's in Struthers. They got the best pool pork around. Okay. Yeah. Um, just for everyone, this isn't any paid sponsorships, all these name drops. This is just me helping my man out here. Uh, definitely wish I could check that out. I am I'm currently under quarantine, so that's not going to happen for me. I wish you all the best, yeah. but you were speaking my language, cigars and bourbon. That's that's right up my alley. Oh, big cigar guy myself. I'm a huge cigar guy. So once you're out of quarantine, come down, uh, Mike, and I'll uh, I'll show you the Avalon. And how they got the best cigar bar around, and yeah, you know, so we'll have to smoke some cigars. Absolutely, man. That sounds like the best time. We'll smoke some cigars. Hopefully, oh, yeah. once I get out of quarantine, I can I can get some shows up there in uh, the Cleveland area, and we can go to a show, get some laughs, and then have some cigars. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Absolutely, absolutely. That sounds like a great evening. So, what else is it that? Uh, that you're into, man. So take me through a little bit of uh, Giuliano, a.k.a. Jerry Krause. <laughs> well, I'm a big Notre Dame fan, and I get a lot of ridicule from that, being in Ohio, and I should be a Buckeye, but I'd rather die like William Wallace than root for those guys. <laughs> hey, I'm a Mountaineer man, fan, man, so I get it. I was born and raised in West Virginia. I will always root for the Mountaineers, and I honestly can say I cannot stand Ohio State. I can't stand it. Thank you. Uh, Mountaineers. Yeah, the Mountaineers, they're killing me. I thought they were going to pull it off versus Oklahoma this past weekend. I really did. Yeah, they're struggling. Hey, you know, I mean, it's, I believe in the, uh, the coach's motto and the trust the climb. I mean, it's not an overnight thing. When you're in a school like West Virginia, they're not going to get the Alabama talents and all that. But I don't know how true this is, and if it's is true, I'm super pumped for this. I just heard that uh, Peyton and Eli Manning's nephew, Arch Manning, has already committed to WVU as a junior in high school. He will be in the 2023 class. I did read something about that. I saw that. Yeah, I mean, I'm pumped. Anytime you can get a Manning... In a, in a program, I think you're going to be doing oh, all right. <laughs> I hope so. If not, then... <laughs> right? But, as long as it's not Cooper, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Right. So, other than the wedding coming up, which congratulations again, man, on that. Um, what else you got going on? Uh, just, I work at Victory Christian Center on Coitsville. I'm a maintenance guy there. Uh, I, my first love is to be a teacher. So I'm working on that, trying to get my teaching license. I graduated from Youngstown State, you know, for college, and I went to Howland High School. Okay. Yeah. I was into the bad play. I played basketball. I'm a big sports guy. Go Browns, uh, Duke basketball, Yankees baseball. And everyone's like, oh, crushing me. But Italian, that's the Italian part. My grandpa, that's where it got, you know. The Italian part was Yankee. Yeah, you know, they're all Yankees fans. You know that. Yeah, I wish I could agree with you on that one. <laughs> uh, Yankees, that that's the team I love to hate. Uh, that's that, 
I root for the Red Sox. I can't. I, I don't want to say it. Uh, the, I don't want to ruin the interview here. But you know, I just. <laughs> oh, that. Hey, I'll never forget 2004, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried. I try to forget that as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but so, Browns fan, let's get into that a little bit. The team's looking pretty good this year. Solid, and we we knew that though. And I know it's been well. They say that every year. Well, if you've been watching the build of the Browns, it's a different feel. And I'm sure because you're right next to Cleveland, you can feel it in the city. It's trickling like everybody feels way different than years past. This Browns team can do some damage this season. I really believe that. Do you think they'll win the division? I, as of right now, I won't say the wind of the, I know Jimmy Perry, if he's going to listen to this, would say, wow, you're a coward. You're, <laughs> you know, just bet, man, because he's a high roller. He would say, wow, just come out with, but I don't want to jinx us, Jimmy. So I'm going to say it's between us and the Ravens right now. I would have to agree. As someone who grew up an hour outside of Pittsburgh, I mean, I always root for the Steelers just because it's the hometown team for me. Because West Virginia, we don't really have it. We don't have any pro sports teams. Um, but I am a Buccaneers fan, so I'll get that okay. out. So last year was my year, um, and looking good for this year, other than the Rams game this past weekend. But um, I would have to agree with you with the Ravens and the Browns. I think it's going to come down to those two teams in this division. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, I just I, I don't trust them. Um, as much as I do those two. And, and, and it hurts to say because I, I grew up rooting against the Browns being a Steelers fan, you know what I mean? And, and But the Steelers, this is going to hurt me to say it, I'm gonna, probably going to lose a lot of fans from this, but the Steelers need to get rid of Big Ben. Yeah, it, it's time. He he's It's just time. There's been... A lot of issues they had to deal with to cover, you know, different things he had to go through. And then you just watch the play isn't just too much drama from years before, too, with the roster and things. And he's just out of touch. I think they need a new leader, a new new breath of fresh air in Pittsburgh. I would agree with that. I really thought he was going to hang him up after last year. Um, I get it. The way that season ended, nobody wants to go out that way. But... I mean, when your body's pretty much telling you, hey, man, we're done. Like, you, you, Over. Can't, he can't, you can't move. Dude, yeah. I thought he had two years left, but after watching the game on Sunday, it's like, all right, it's time to put the uh, boots, hang them up. Yeah, I mean, I watched the first half, and I couldn't even bring myself to turn on the second half of that game. I just turned it off, and I just, I just couldn't I couldn't do it. To When, when you're going to lose to the Bengals, I mean – Let's let's call it what it is. It's it's time to hang it up. Ben can't move. He can't. He's he he's got no line. He's got three rookies on his offensive line. That offensive right, line is trash. Right. It's and I'm surprised Mike Tomlin still has a job. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I I would have to agree. I know the Steelers are proud of their head coaches. They've had like three in the past four decades. But I mean, I think it's time if. If they have their first losing season, and I, I can't even tell you how long, I think Ben and Tom both will be out of Pittsburgh. I I agree with that. I really do. All right. So, I mean, I know we got off topic a little bit there. Um, so, both of us being Italian, you know, take me through a little bit 
uh, I want to get this out there for everyone. You know, the Italian culture and like I know when I looked up mine, I'm, my family hails from the uh, Sicilian part of Italy. Do you know anything about your ancestry? Have you looked any of that up? And, you know, how does your culture differ from most people's? We'll be back after a quick break. Big labor energy. What if I eat a little cheese every day? <laughs> Just it's, keep it. It's like I have a tolerance. Yeah, for cheese. Good Same job with cats. Your tolerance. Like if I pet a cat every day for the first week or two. I thought you were going to say if I eat a cat a little bit every day. <laughs> starting at the tail and just ate a little bit. Then I'd be fine. But if I didn't eat a cat for three months. I would totally start at the face. Why yeah. would you start at the tail? If someone put a gun to my head and said, eat this cat. I'm trying to think of we're an acceptable scenario. We're still talking scenario. about a feline. Right? <laughs> oh, did you think I was talking about pussy? Maybe. It could go there. I don't want to eat a cat. I want to eat a pussy. <laughs> So my family on the Romeo side is from Calabria and the village of Castagnan. My cousin, Mike Romeo, has been to Italy and visited our family over there. I have relatives there. I have not gotten that privilege yet, right. but I want to. And uh, on the other side of the family, we're from Naples and Abruzzi. Okay. So I'm south. So, yeah, yeah I got all. And the Italian culture, I love being Italian. And that's because we're rooted in tradition. And we're, and I'm not saying that other cultures aren't, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, but as you know, if you had to like, if you asked a hundred people on the street, what's the most traditional, traditional culture, you're going to get Italian, uh, probably a good 90%. Yeah. I would. Right? You know. Uh, our tradition and our family roots, like like they say, La Familia, the family, like everything is family oriented. And if you want to watch a good movie about that funny comedy, watch the movie Moonstruck. Uh, nothing can replace the family. It's a comedy. Cher, uh, Nicolas Cage's first big break. It's, it's a 1980s comedy, romantic comedy, Italian family. Pretty good movie. Definitely going to have to check that out. I, 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 haven't seen that one, but that sounds like that's right up my alley too as well. Um, but um, with the whole culture thing, I, I think that's trickle down into everything that I do on a day-to-day basis. Like I am very routine oriented in mm-hmm. the fact that, oh, excuse me, I have a a set things that I have to do. Everyone people people say I'm you know anal about things. I'm like, no, I'm just Italian. That's just what uh, we're used to things going a certain way. Like it's to the point now, I don't even really need to set an alarm and I'm up before my alarm every day, no matter what. Like I've been on quarantine, so I I, I haven't had a need to set an alarm, nowhere to go. (laughs) Can't leave my house, which is driving me. I'm on day four and I'm already losing it at 14. So that's the thing. And, you know, it's just, I know like, when I wake up, it's not like, oh, I wonder what time it is. No, it's it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I can guarantee I roll over. It is 5.58 on the dot every morning when I wake up. And it's it's to the point now, it's like, why do I set an alarm? I, my, my body just gets me up, and then I have my routine that I go through every day. And I'm still doing it now. I mean, even though I don't got to get up and go anywhere, it's to the point now where my body's just like, all right, 
start our day. Let's get, let's get it going. And you know, I'm up at six o'clock, nowhere to be, can't leave my house, and it's all right. Time time to go. Now, has that affected you any at all? I mean, do you have like your routines that you do? Oh yeah, routine every day. It's it's that alarm goes off. Get up, go downstairs, have the breakfast, watch whatever's on for a little while, and then go through your routine. But when you talk about routine in Italian household, it's Thursday and Sunday is pasta and meatballs. Yeah, every Saturday is steak. For as long as I can remember, every Saturday is steak. There, those are the routines. So I get that. That's like this is what we do. Every year around Easter time, Easter bread, the yeah. shutdown, all these things. It's just that's what it is. If 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 it's not happening, it's like, whoa, what's wrong with this? Like yeah. when COVID. Yeah. When we didn't get together as a family, it like crushed <laughs> it crushed Italians everywhere that they couldn't hug and kiss anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> I said, that's that's hysterical. That, that just reminded me. I still remember from my high school graduation party, one of my uncles walked in, and I just wanted to shake his hand. He goes, Michael, what are you doing? We're tiny. He grabbed me by the face, pulled me in, and kissed me, hugged me, and walked away like nothing happened. I'm like, all right, I, I guess that's happening. <laughs> like, I just, I just, I, it's just, right, it, yeah. it, it oh, threw me. Oh with you oh yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> what are you doing we're tired and he grabbed me kissed me right in the face and walked away like nothing and people like i had friends that weren't tired and they were looking at me like what the hell just happened i was like it's just saying hello it's just what it is what we do yep it's just Sweet. how it is but going back to the easter bread i mean that i'll tell you this not even covid um i actually moved away from my family for work i'm about two hours away from them so i haven't been able to get back as much as I would like to to see them and everything like that, but there's one thing my grandmother made the best Easter bread ever. It was I, I can't even describe it. It was so good, and I haven't had it in like two or three years, and it's it's driving me crazy. Like I need to just be like Grandma, I need some Easter bread. You got to send it. You got to mail. I don't know. I don't care what you got to do. I need some Easter bread. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I hear you. I, oh yeah, that's that's what I mean. We're just full in tradition, full in in family. You know, everybody's welcome Sunday. Everybody, you got friends, you got hey, we got hey, make sure they eat, make yeah. sure they eat. Don't leave without eating. You know, it, it was buddies couldn't get over it when they were in my house. They're like, you go to Mister Romeo's, you're not hungry, you're still eating anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I I still remember we had uh, my wife's dad down. Um, for um, just just to come visit. It was a Sunday, and he called and he was like, "Hey, so why don't we just go out?" I was like, "No, no, no! I've, I've already cooked. Like we got we got dinner on. Just get to the house. It's we're cooking. It's Sunday." So and you know, exactly. just sat around. And I still remember. You know, my, I've had family flown in from Italy uh, for Thanksgiving. It was one year, and I was young, and I still remember um, them coming up, and I had, I was on, like, my second full plate of food, and they're like, oh, you're eating like a baby bird, what are you doing? Like, you gotta, you gotta manja, you gotta eat. I'm like, I just, second plate, what are you talking about? Like, just... <laughs> uh, it's, oh, yeah, that, believe me, I know, whoa, whoa, you know, hey, eat some more. 
come on, don't be shy. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm good. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's the- there's the so wrap that up. Take it to go. Yeah, you take that. That's yours. You take that. That's that's read that later. That'll be good later. Reheat that. Oh yeah. That's the, oh yeah. And that's the thing is, I know, like my wife hates leftovers. So <laughs> oh, So it's not that we throw food away. I I am the garbage disposal just because I'm used to eating that amount of food. So she just looks at me she's like, "Where the hell does it go? Like, what? How do you eat that much? I mean, you stay so skinny. I'm like, I'm. I'm working on a pre-dad bod now from you not liking leftovers. You, you, you're taking my breakfast away from me now. This is what you know. <laughs> Take the leftovers out, reheat that for breakfast. Oh, I know. That's that's rough. You got to – leftovers, you got to have them sometimes. It's like, hey, I'll eat it for lunch. I don't yeah. got to make it now. Yeah. But <laughs> that's, that'll be good later. We'll reheat that. What's that? Meatloaf? We'll put that on a sandwich. You got Now you got a sandwich. Now look at that. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> but – so, uh, I'm losing track of time. I talk about this all day. So, I want to get into this. Uh, it's everybody's new favorite segment. It is the Fast 55. So, it's five random right. questions by the wonderful manager of the podcast, John Fitty Falcone. And I'll tell you, they have nothing to do with what we've been talking about pretty much for the entire <laughs> time. So, except for maybe That's the first sorry. one. Except for maybe the first one. But, <clears throat> other than that. Here we go. Question number one. Are cannolis overrated or underrated? I think they're underrated. Thank you. Uh, underrated. Yeah, I, w- I would have to agree with that. I read these. He sent them to me the other day, and I read it to my wife, and she goes, if this guy doesn't say underrated, I don't know if you can air the show. Like, it's got my wife into <laughs> cannolis. So, all right. Best restaurant in the city of Youngstown. Oh, that he would do me dirty like that. That's, <laughs> oh my god, jeez, that's tough, man. Uh, my cousin owns a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> and oh, Youngstown, he said. Okay, yeah, Youngstown. So, so Youngstown, I'll say this. I'll go with the MBR Cassis. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'll go with. <laughs> Is wine better than beer? Oh, that, what the heck, man! See, he, he's got, <laughs> this is the toughest questions I've I've heard in a long time. <laughs> well, beer is like the universal drink, man. We drink beer, football. That like wine is when you want to be Italian, basically. When you're like, oh, you know what? We don't need beer today. Let's sit down, have a nice Santa set, some wine, <laughs> or you know. So yeah, I think it's it depends what day or what you're feeling, but you know. I'll have to, if I had to answer, I'd say beer because it's just taste. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to, uh, oh, man, these, these first three questions, I mean, that, wow. <laughs> Question number four, would you drive and or own a Hummer? No. What? what, what? No Hummers. No Hummers? All right. Too big. Too big? Too big. All right. All right. All right. Would, wow. I, I I haven't read these in a couple of days. And this one, would you rather be Larry Bird or Big Bird? <laughs> okay. Well, if I want to be a famous uh, bird, 
<laughs> you want to be Big Bird, but all I have to say, I'm Larry Legend, man. <laughs> Celtics, I'd rather be Larry Bird. If I didn't have to have a cryptic back, I'd be Larry Bird. <laughs> oh, man. The, and that would be your fast 55 for this episode. That's those. Wow. <clears throat> He's had some random ones in there, but that Larry Bird, Big Bird one actually takes the cake for most yeah. random question. <laughs> I don't um, know. He's all posting these polls, and I'm like, what is my dude talking about? <laughs> you're talking about his Instagram when he would put up those uh, those weird scenarios. Would you? What would you oh, rather yeah. do? Like, I I remember answering those, and I would like answer them as a joke. Like, you know, I'm a comedian, so that's what. I, going to make a joke out of this like the one i remember he was like all right you're trapped in a room with a grizzly bear you have <laughs> a shovel some rock salt and like a frying pan what are you using to fight the bear with it's like what <laughs> yeah he, he just some random stuff if you lived in a city and you only i'm like all right I'll, i'm done click we're going click we're going fast <laughs> Love fitting. I read them all just because I'm like, this is going to be fantastic, and I need new material. I got shows coming up. Like I got to, I need to. But the, oh, yeah. it, some of his responses were probably the best. Like like that grizzly bear one. I was like, obviously I'm going to use the shovel. That's you got some distance between you. He was like, no, man, you got to use all three. You got to throw the rock salt down. That's going to trip him. And then you take the frying pan, you beat him over the head with it. Then you start digging the hole with the shovel. I was like, dude, you thought this out? Like, you, this isn't just a random question. Is this what goes through your head on a daily basis? But no, nah, love, love faded to death. He's a great manager for the show. But we are running down near the end of the episode. So what I like to do is give everybody, all the guests on the show, one minute, anything you want to get out there for the club, bocce, whatever you got floor is yours for a minute my man well it's great thanks for having me on the show man it was great i used to have a podcast uh and it was called what do you say with g and j josh davis my best friend he's from columbus ohio we grew up together we're thinking about getting it back it'd be great to do um so i i'm into podcasting i, I love this kind of stuff uh, the club is doing well. Low feels great. I love the community. I love being a part of something special. And the club's going in the right direction. We keep the Italian heritage tradition. And Bocce, I'll be pl- hopefully I win some tournaments this year. That'd be great. Get some money. Get better at the game. You know, hopefully we repeat the league. But, uh, yep, check it out on Facebook, too. There's a Bocce page, Northeast Ohio page about bocce and tournaments, all the actions coming up. Hopefully we'll all be in Cleveland soon. There's a big tournament coming in October. I'll be gone, though, at Club Malasani. If you haven't been down to Club Malasani, check it out. Some good stuff there. But go Irish, go Browns. And that's all I got to say on the, on this uh, rant, on the rants. Hashtag rants. Ride home rants. Ride home rants. All right. I appreciate you being on. Uh, it was great talking to you. I always like talking to a fellow Paisan, as me and Fiddy always say. Um, it's great to talk to you. I love getting the story out there for the Italian culture and everything like that. If you're in Cleveland, in Lowville, check this man out. Got a lot of great stuff. I'm going to be rooting for you this year in the botch. I'm going to be keeping up with you. Hopefully you get some stuff out on your Instagram and all your social media. I'm going to be keeping up with you guys. And I'll say it, go Irish. I've got to root for somebody who's going to have a winning season because it looks like my Mountaineers aren't going to this year. 
Um, I will not say go Yankees. I can't do that to myself as a Red Sox fan, <laughs> so I just will say, will say that. But thanks for being on the show. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. This has been Mike Bono with Giuliano Romeo. That's it. Thank y'all, and I will see y'all next week. The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. Go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also, no jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shankit Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par. But this is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.